It's AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor, and we are coming to you live as we do every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 on the boardwalk, playground pier, right in front of Caesars. And to the right of me, I have three individuals that May 10th is a big day for these three because the citizens of Ventnor, they're going to go to the polls and they're going to elect a brand new set of Ventnor City Commissioners. But these three, they teamed up. They're calling themselves Imagine Ventnor. That's a great name. It's IV. It's like getting an infusion for some fresh new ideas. And it's made up of Tim Kreeble, Beth Macignano Holtzman, and Lance Landgraf. Welcome to AC Primetime Radio. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Mel. Good it's afternoon. impressive. Do you like, uh, is it okay that people can stop by and, and check you out in the fishbowl? That's great. Very comfortable. Yeah, you okay with that? I'm great. Yeah, very comfortable. Absolutely. It's dynamite seeing people walk by. And... Beth, a uh, little backgrounder on you, please. I've lived in Vetner since I was 10 years old, so I've been there for 41 years. I work for Landing County Government as the fiscal officer for the Department of Family Community Development, otherwise known to people as social services. I manage a budget bigger than the city of Vetner's budget, $36.5 million. Besides my finance background, I have hospitality, food and beverage management experience. I was hired by Hilton Sheridan and Showboat years ago. Tim Kreeble. Yes. Well, I, I also have a long history here on the island. My, not far from here, my great-grandfather um, moved to Texas Avenue here in Atlantic City. My path to, to this uh, endeavor has started with um, my starting a, uh, a nonprofit downtown Ventnor. As, as a professional, I'm an industrial designer that um, focuses on uh, kitchen designs and architecture. And the process of industrial design is uh, what I felt was my skills would could lend themselves to, to, to the betterment of Ventnor. Lance Landgraf, quick backgrounder on you, Lance. Sure. Uh, I moved down to the Jersey Shore after college. Uh, first lived down in North Cape May. Um, I have a degree in urban regional planning, so my first job was a grants coordinator for Lower Township. Uh, I then uh, moved up to Brigantine, lived there for 13 years, raised my daughter over there. Then, actually, during that time period, I worked for the consultant for the city of Ventnor, who was a city engineer, and I became his consultant and ran the, the public improvement projects that were involved throughout the city of Ventnor. Infrastructure, um, Ski Beach, I worked on that project years ago. A little bit more uh, background on me. I am a, a licensed planner in the state of New Jersey. Uh, been so since 1991. Had a uh, small engineering and planning company in Hamilton for several years. Merged that with a larger company. Moved that to AC, Marathon Engineering. Um, about two years ago, I was offered the position as the planning director for the CRDA. Um, maintains all the land use throughout the tourism district in Atlantic City. So I've been doing that for almost two years now. Um, moved to Ventnor back in 1998 and have been there you know, renovating my 1925-year-old uh, home um, since then. So that's a pet project of mine, trying to improve just my home, but as well as as other properties throughout the, the, the city. I sit on, on Tim's downtown Ventnor uh, board and, and help him with that wherever I can. What made you decide that all three of you were well qualified and did you immediately know that you wanted to work as a team as Imagine Ventnor? Was that right from the get-go? I think Beth, maybe the, she's the one who kind of talked us was she, into Was she the instigator? Yeah. Went, yeah. She is the instigator. I was the yeah. instigator. Um, I contemplated running for about 10 years. But the timing just wasn't right. So about a year or so ago, I decided this was the time. 
And originally I was going to run by myself. And I felt that if I didn't have a team that I was comfortable with, comfortable where I thought that their experience could complement my finance background. As soon as the three of us started to work together and may have discussions about our individual visions for Ventner, it was very clear that we all had very strong skills and experience. Was it a pleasant surprise when uh, current Ventner Mayor Michael Bagnell endorsed you guys? Very much so. I mean, uh, you respect anyone who, who runs for office, and for him to come out and give his support behind us, we, we certainly appreciate that. You know, it, it, was, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, very nice. He's been very open to uh, invite us to uh, have discussions, give us his insights or from his experience over the years, which has been very helpful. Is he going to show you where the bodies are buried yes. inside of City Hall? <laughs> I've been friends. You with- said yes right well, away. The reason I said yes is I'm friends with Michael, and so it was, it was, it was a nice surprise. But it really wasn't a surprise. I mean, it was a surprise the way it happened, but it didn't surprise us. But yeah, he us. has a good four years yes. being deep four years. inside within the bowels of Correct. Ventnor uh, yes. City Hall. And yes. he, he knows everything. So he, right. it's good that you have a great relationship with him because it probably cut down on the amount of time of discovery, right? That's right. He actually, you know, he'll say when, you know, or he'll say after the election, like he has the election done already in his mind. He said, we're going to sit down <laughs> and I'm going to and I'm going to go over everything that was done and everything that wasn't done and everything that is, you know, where the, where projects are. So he wants to, he does, he said he doesn't, he, he doesn't expect to just get up and walk out. He wants the, from the, from the election day, May 10th to the swearing in, swearing in day, May 17th, that week, he wants as a smooth transition. He even told us that he would meet with all his department heads and get a report from all of them where they are with their individual projects, each department. So he's he's an advocate to us. He, he's he's going to work with us if we get in. You also have other big endorsers. Once again, up on Facebook, I'm looking at you guys last night. Big, another big fundraiser, this time over at Boca. But you're all over the place. So you were in, at Boca in Margate and. Mayor Don Guardian from Atlantic City taking pictures with you. So you got some uh, heavy hitters getting behind you guys, huh? Don's phenomenal. He's, he's with the weight that's on his back right now. And to take the time out and to come down and say hello to us and talk to some of our, our voters um, was, was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just and he's been to every event. He's been to every one of our events. You would imagine that Mayor Don Guardian would be like hiding in the basement after what he's been going <laughs> yes. through over the past no, couple of weeks. No, right? no, you've yes. met him. Do you think he would ever hide? Not a chance. No. Mm-hmm. He's a gentleman. He, I think he, he, I think he loves it because he's really the right person right. for this situation. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. I, I think we all agree that Mayor Don Guardian is exactly the kind of guy you need in that position right now because he's got some heavy-handed stuff coming down from Trenton pounding him on a daily basis from his side of the aisle and the other side of the aisle. He don't know where he's going to get a, right. he's going to get sideswiped, right? That's and right. get a, you know, sucker punched. I'm going to be quiet on that part because of where I work. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we have all, all, all due respect to uh, all the politicians, but let's face facts. Atlantic city is a, uh, it's a jewel. It's a lot of value and everyone's fighting over it. My name is Mel Taylor from AC Primetime Radio. We have Tim Creeble and Beth Macignano, Holtzman and Lance Landgraf. They are running for Ventnor City Commissioners, and that election day is May 10th, 2016. For those of you listening in the future, historically, 
because you know, you know, your grandkids are going to listen to this and your great, great grandkids are going to be listening to this audio recording as we broadcast live every Friday here on the playground pier in front of Caesars on the Atlantic City Boardwalk. Shared services. Yes, no, real quick. Uh, are you proponents of shared services? And what services would you share? What makes the most sense? Shared services can get a little complicated. Yeah. So it's something that we have talked about. But like I said, it's, it's complicated. There's Is there certain, one that kind of makes sense? Recreation would probably be the easiest one to I, share. I think you have to start small and get, build the cooperation between the two cities and, uh, and hope that it takes root. There's, there's already shared of uh, equipment. We share uh, equipment with Atlantic City, with Margate. There's um, sewer equipment that we use, the, the vacuum machines they are used. Atlantic City just bought a new one. And I know Don was already, the mayor was already talking with Ventnor already. Not something we're doing. It's already happening now. So those types of things would move forward. Excellent. So that, those are the types that we would start small and work towards larger things if possible. And part of what I would bring to the table is certainly my land use experience, my urban regional planning experience, getting into looking at the master plan, see how we can improve our land use ordinances. The process that, that it takes now is very difficult to get through that process in the city. Um, with and I'll touch base on this. And I know this is very passionate with a lot of people, people raising their homes, and the process that they've really had to go through. Um, and people heard me talk; they hear me talk about how we did it in Brigantine because I've been their planner there for 18 years, and how that process has been streamlined. That you'll get an application into our board and you get your hearing within that month. In Brigantine, you took that process from how many weeks and months down to? Uh, I've heard nightmare stories of it taking four to six months in Ventnor. So we do it in 30 to 45 days. There you go. So that's what I want to see happen. Your experience working with the CRDA and in Atlantic City, I'm assuming there are a lot of skills that you've honed that you can apply apply right here to Ventnor. And not just that. I've been doing this for 28 years. I've been in this business for 28 years, land use in front of a hundred and some different municipalities in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Um, so I know how that process can work smoothly. I think I've tried to do that in, in all of my jobs. We're talking to Imagine Ventner, the team made up of Tim Kriebel, Beth Macignano, Holtzman. I know your husband is going to be so happy, David Holtzman, that I get that Holtzman in there. Of course, uh, David, a part of the Holtzman Gallery. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, David, absolutely. David, absolutely. David would like that I would say Holtzman Gallery. Yes, sure it's he beautiful. Would. He's not he, he's not offended by that. Not at all. <laughs> okay, I just wanna wanted to get your permission. You have my permission. Okay. And Lance Landgraf. So after I decided to run, the, I think the other thing that's really important is besides our experience and our backgrounds and our credentials. I felt that they were the credentials not only needed for Ventnor, but the dynamics between the three of us and the knowledge we have and the way we think is all a little different. So it's not a cookie-cutter commissioner form of government. We all have our own thoughts, and we all have basically because of our backgrounds. It, you're, you know, how you think as an accountant is not how you think as a designer. If you had to prioritize, what, have, what, what would, would have the most immediate impact finance. on the benefit of Ventnor? Finance. Yeah, because absolutely th- finance. there's monies the, that the are... budget review, the way that she can get into, and we've already done it because we've looked at the budget and how it sits now, and where things that we think we can do better, do more with less. And that's why I, I, that's why I jumped on this team, was, was sitting down at, at Maylilani's you know, for lunch, you know, inventor. What? Are you, you guys planning on getting somebody in that Melilani uh, um, building? Come on I, now. I, I can actually announce now. I actually had a conversation 
two days ago with Greg Sakura, who's the landlord there, and the group that owns Bubby's right around the corner. Bubby, oh, the, the hamburger joint yes. next to Wawa. They are going to open up a, a, and I did get permission to talk about this, so <laughs> it, it, it's okay. I want to get more details from the, the Bubby's people, but they are going to open up a, a sandwich kind of shop there. We'll have hot bagels, um, different types of sandwiches. Good, excellent. Perfect kind of. You know, not not like Melilani's, but but it'll have that that European kind of feel. Is what that's they're one for. of the five business districts in Ventnor. Am I uh, accurately describing right. the yes. various business mm-hmm. districts that in have the, North the Beach section, yes. greatest chance of development? Yes, that's a great block there. It is a great block. It's where bl- David's gallery was originally. That's your husband, by the way. Yes, handsome guy, that's very right. successful. Is that him? That's where, and he chose when he opened the the first gallery. He wanted to open it in Ventnor in the Claridge. And, but, and then the Claridge t- was a huge undertaking. So yes. he couldn't do both. Who's smarter, you or David? I am. Okay. Oh. All right. But that's an example of... <laughs> it's great to know that you are working on... You've identified these business districts and because that, that encourages uh, people to invest. Because when they see empty spots, um, they might think that also that spills over into residential. Right. But... Um, you hit it right on the head, Mel. Um, that idea that if there's empty stores, there's something else wrong with the city is exactly the thing that we want to turn around. And it organically happened at that block that people realized, the business owners realized, that our first impression, our interview to people who want to invest and live in Ventnor is how well kept that street is. Ventnor itself, when I moved to Ventnor, the first thing I said to Mayor Bags, uh, by total coincidence, I moved across the street from him. And the first thing I said was, uh, excuse me, Mayor, but I didn't know you had this really awesome boardwalk. How do we fix that without making it turn into the Wildwood boardwalk with all due respect to Wildwood? Right. Well, there, there, aren't, there are no commercial zones along that, along the boardwalk. So there would not be more commercial use. That's, that's, you have a, some coffee shops in some of the, the condominium complexes there. One of the things we want to do is improve the pier. You know, the fishing pier. The, fi- the fishing pier. What can you do there? Um, well, the, the is, that a, is that a, a business district, if you will? It is not. No. It would need some some definitely ordinance changes there and some things to happen there. But it's it's had structures on it in the past, and really this goes to the DEP part of the, the approvals that are on that that pier. Because right now it seems like it is. The fishermen won't be so thrilled, but I don't see an awful lot of fishermen back no. back there. The, the the city spent a lot of money to improve that pier. And they put gates up to protect. It really is gorgeous. About 40 yeah. to 60 fishermen. I love going out there. Even halfway or three quarters of the way out there, which is free, is pretty awesome. It's it one is. of the most Beautiful. photogenic parts of the city. And then I look up, I look down beach and I see the, uh, that old Margate pier just sitting there kind of doing nothing. I go, ha, ha. Right? right? <laughs> it's but beautiful. It, one, of the, one of the things we talked about doing was opening that pier up to our residents. So it's not a fee-based situation anymore. Is to somehow, you know, there's piers in Myrtle Beach. That people fish on, and they still have the public have the ability to be out there. So, so that's, that's up for discuss, or at least you guys are considering. Absolutely that. up for discussion. That's something that that I've been passionate about uh, since I moved to Ventnor, and and go out on the pier, you know, Saturday morning, walking out there to have your coffee is phenomenal. Yeah, and we'd like to discuss a a a, a, a commercial aspect to that. Uh, in the if there's any way in the future that there could be a snack bar, uh, right. some type of refreshments. Other piers do it. They they charge for day fishing and day walking out, but there's a place to get refreshments. Nothing. What, what would be the, the pushback, or who would be the pushback on doing something like that? The fishermen. 
Okay, mm -hmm. but there's the, not there's not that many of them. And the cost. I mean, we have to get our financial yeah. house in order first. Um, but um, I think there are people willing to um, to help us with those with those costs and the construction costs. I think that costs. a lot of people in yeah. Ventnor, especially all the Margate people, to come down to enjoy the boardwalk. It, if it was that. done the right way, it would be a it would be a landmark that everyone from Atlantic City to Longport would stop and grab a, a cold drink or a cup of coffee when they were on their morning bike ride or run. And you, I'm, I'm sure you're well aware that the Caris Brook Inn is opening up there, right there at mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the the lower level there at the Vassar Square. I did see that. Yes. That's exciting because yeah, I... It is. Very exciting. The uh, One of the things I have to mention or my wife would be extremely upset with me would Tim, be, you have to talk about your wife. Yeah, right. you, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We have to give props to everybody, your kids, so, but, because if they go, you didn't talk about me. What's up with that? The, the, the bathroom on the pier is a pet peeve of Kathy's. And she's written letters. She's written emails. She's gone to commission meetings and complained about the status of that restroom facility. It's in very poor shape. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of dollars to, to renovate that. All it, the plumbing's in place and all the that. Plumbing's right? in place. It's just it's basically a large shed that's up there now, and it needs to be improved. Yeah. It's AC Prime Time Radio. My name is Mel Taylor, and with me right now, the trio. They call themselves Imagine Ventner. They are Tim Kreeble, Beth Macignano Holtzman, and Lance Landgraf. Let's go to this thing called your 100-day plan. It looks like, well, there's 10 key items. I think the first one jumps right out there, accountability. I mean, that's, that's critical to the operation of any municipality slash business. You've got to be accountable. So one of the things we talk about is a scorecard. You go into each department, you set goals for them, and you, Matt, you follow those goals. You put a report card out, whether it's every six months or, every, or annually. We're going to look at, at looking at how those employees and how those departments are working to the betterment of our community. In the history of Vetner, I think one person was in office at one time that had some accounting background. But... I have 27 years of government finance. They've never had that in City Hall. Um, the CFO there is very good and qualified, but she doesn't have guidance. There's no one there above her to guide her in doing the extra, the, taking the extra mile. They talk about fiscal transparency. That's, that's the big word everybody's using, but I don't think they realize what it is. And that brings us to the next uh, number two in your 100-day plan of the 10 items, because through modernizing, when you modernize the website, you'll be able to show and have a whole bunch of stuff up there for the residents to go online and check these scorecards and Absolutely. check these documents. Absolutely. I, I feel, as a finance person, and Tim and Lance agree with me, that taxpayers should know where every dollar is being spent. They should know where their money's going. People get frustrated, like you said. The website, it's, all, it's a communication tool. When people don't know why they see a new vehicle in a department, it, it, people start getting upset and they start questioning things and they go right to my taxes are going up because they bought a new vehicle and they really don't know where the funding came from. And this is going to help with accessibility because you'll be able to watch live streaming of the council meetings or maybe watch something on demand if you couldn't go out and see it live. Correct. That's right. Make it make those meetings at at times when all the citizens can 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 meet there uh, and later later in the day. Yeah. Um, um, but it, it, it does come, and also the accessibility all does kind of circle back to um, the scorecard. Uh, we, we're going to hold the, 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 uh, the, the government accountable to make those types of customer service type issues uh, to the forefront. 
Lance Langraff, out of all the 10 areas in Ventnor that need the most improvement and cleaning, what, what would you think is the low-hanging fruit that you'd go after right away? Well, if, if I want to have dinner on the table tonight, it's going to have to be the pier in the bathroom there. But I'll, I'll, I'll step off of that a second. Um, but there are some great, big, giant, open spaces of land that are just not properly cleaned. Right. And Ski Beach is one of them. Ski Beach is one of my pet peeves because I worked on the design of that 25 years ago. Um, that's a right now. It's a free boat ramp yeah. to residents. I mean, you can you can launch your boat there. That's where the Knights in Ventnor kicks off. That's it right. does. It does. And and that's the most used day of of, of that. And every, and you don't beach. go up there. No, but it's so beautiful. It is. The sunsets there are phenomenal. So that park needs to be reactivated. Whether it's just maintaining it a little bit better. Um, I actually heard today that Public Works was up there cleaning up some of the downed trees. So that that was great to hear that those guys were out there doing that. Um, but that's great access. That's a, that's a waterway that leads to the bay that is great to be out there with your boats, uh, your kayaks, uh, and even paddle boards. We launch our paddle board from there so, from time to time. So who's going to be spearheading the public-private economic development partnerships? I think that's going to be all of us, but I, I know with some of my contacts that I have with economic development, um, I had a conversation with Bart Blatstein, the owner of, of this facility. Talk about that. How did you reach out to Bart? If there's anybody that knows the value in land and neighborhoods and doesn't just talk about it, but writes a check and right. puts his money where his mouth is, it's Bart Blatstein. Absolutely. And you know where we're sitting right now on a Bart Blatstein property. Absolutely. Isn't right. that something? He was right. in, Small world. He was in. We were waiting for a meeting together, and we started talking just about different things. I know he's from Margate. I let him know that I was running for office in Ventnor. And not from Margate, but he has a house in Margate. And he said, a quote, you know, Ventnor is a, is a hidden jewel. That the, It's just a great piece of property. It's got the boardwalk. And you mentioned that, Mel, that the boardwalk is a phenomenal asset. He said, it's just a hidden jewel there. There's certain things that we can do with economic development. You look at incentives, tax incentives, or whatever we can do to, to draw these developers into town. Um, draw a new restaurant into town. Um, draw some you know, other businesses into town. You know, you, we've got some that are struggling now that are starting to do a little bit better. Ventnor Coffee is a great example. I know you've been in there with Mike and, and Christina. Uh, they're doing a great job there, and they're interacting with the community. It's nice to see new businesses come in like uh, uh, Smoking Hot Vapes. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll, we'll, right now we're, we're open to, to all takers. We want to see some business come into our community. One of the things or, that's going to help us hugely is Stockton. And South Jersey Industries project at, at you know just north of our border there, that's going to be phenomenal for us, and we are going to take every advantage of that that we can. Um, with that aspect, and one of the other things I wanted to mention that, that Bart brought up was design standards set up in our ordinances that properties have to be be maintained and designed a certain way, and that's where Tim can work in with us. You know, Collingswood is a great example. Mm -hmm. Hamilton are great examples of downtowns that really were almost wiped out. Walmart came into Hamilton. My office was in Hamilton for 17 years. And we moved our office downtown right as the, the things were dying out when Walmart came in. You go to downtown Hamilton now, Main Street, it's, it's wonderful. Collingswood, same thing. And I, I view Absecon Island, you know, we're individual cities, but boy, really Atlantic City's of value and Ventnor and Margate, we all, we're individual, but at the same time, all tied together. We are connected, Why? aren't we? Yes. Sure. People come down for the same reasons, and uh, Ventnor has everything that those other cities have. We, and we shouldn't have to reinvent the wheel. I think we've got, um, we can look to those other cities to find policies and procedures and uh, the things that worked and, and, um, and make them work for Ventnor.
And final words, how can people reach out, donate, and keep up with the Imagine Ventner team? Absolutely. The Facebook page is our best source for uh, information up to date and, uh, and any way to contact us to give us really the our tagline, Imagine Ventner, is to reach out to people. And we want to know how the, the residents of Ventner imagine Ventner. That's the point. We want them to finish that sentence on our Facebook page and on our website. Imagine. And the website domain name is? ImagineVentner.org. I like to say we're running as a team. And ultimately, it would be wonderful if we get in as a team. Agreed. And we encourage everyone to get out and vote on May 10th. It's important. Um, again, I'll step back to my wife. She's a civics and social studies teacher in Margate. You need to get out and vote. Sun, fun, news and info. From Atlantic City, this is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. Find us online at acprimetime.com.